You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, let's tie up some loose ends as we begin the uh, podcast on a Thursday. I wasn't sure if we were actually doing the podcast because today's kind of like Friday for us. Oh, it's Thursday, though, to the people, Jerry. But really, what people listeners. are out there? It's summertime. We're just on vacation. Yeah, social media is dead uh, during the summer as uh, our uh, radio shows. Everything. <laughs> everything is kind of just dead and dried up in the summer. Okay, I, I guess so. Like Except raisins. for podcasts. I do think podcasts are up in the summer. I suppose. People listen to them at the beach. Ugh. Okay. Sitting here with all this sandwich oil. Yes, everything. Sandwich dust, cheese dust. Like, come on, man. We had two things today one that bothered me Good and one that Lord. bothered you. Everything bothers me. You, too. I mean, you had a tough time today in the control room. Because it's the same show I understand. every I get it. day. I get it. Well, I mean, that's the name. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Did you, are you guys aware? Yes, we're aware. We've been doing the Colin Kaepernick story for how long has it been? A full year? Let me ask you a question. Yeah, it started, I think, in the preseason, I think. It's last enough. Year. At what point do you think it goes away? Or do, does it, see, I believe, I said this and then we'll move on because I want to get to what bothered me. Yes. I believe that it's going to grow. I think this weekend I will be floored if there are not multiple guys doing it. I think every week is going to be more and more. This is where it ends. When, when, uh, like, uh, for this job, I I have uh, an app I use called Feedly. Okay. Which uh, is an RSS feed for websites. So I get, like, news from ESPN and Deadspin and Barstool and all those things. And it all... Comes to one website for me. Mm-hmm. Anytime any of these news sites post something new, sports related, I get it. Got so it. I don't miss anything. And I go to one place, da da da. Well, every day on ESPN, it's like every time there's a game, so there's games Thursday nights, right? Yeah, there's three games tonight. So and so didn't stand. Next article, so and so didn't stand. I don't care. Don't stand, but I don't need a story on it. You know what the problem is? I don't. Are the amount of clicks that people that do care. That's my question. So when does it? It ends when ESPN and uh, shows like ours and uh, CBS and ESPN and all those things stop reporting it. It's it's over. Right. Stand. Don't stand. Go nude. Do whatever you <laughs> want to do. Or go home. Why do I care? I really you don't. don't. I know you don't. But why? Why do you care whether Michael Bennett stands or sits? I don't care. Right. People do care. You don't. 
I get that. And People I just care. tweeted out vague on purpose just to see the the Twitter audience fall right into my trap. Which is, and I actually saw an athlete is who tweeted uh, something similar to this. And I don't know who it was. I can't remember. But basically saying this, regardless of who says an insane statement, if you don't respect that person making the statement, why do you get upset about it? I agree if with Colin that. Kaepernick said, I want to kill all dogs, I don't respect Colin Kaepernick. I don't care that he says that. Sure. So Michael Bennett not standing or is standing or is kneeling or might eat a hot dog on the sideline. I don't care about him. I don't respect him. He's not a guy I look up to. Why do I care? You don't. Right. So why does everyone else care? So if you hate Donald Trump and Donald Trump says everyone should eat their boogers, why does that, why would you even give that any credence if you don't respect the guy? Move on. I would think then you'd have not a lot to talk about. Right. I mean, that's just a fact. I mean, I just, but whatever. I, I didn't want to get going. I'm just, thank you. That was bothering you. This is what bothered me today. All right, Jerry. I don't, I don't mind when food is ordered. We got to go down and get it. You asked me. Yes. Came out. Can you go and get the food? I'm mm-hmm. good. What is the problem, though, is when I'm in the middle of cutting up an interview, of which, by the way, is not my job description. Let me just point that out. Right. But because I actually give a damn about my job, I do it. I'm in the middle of something. I'm asked to go down and pick up the food that is downstairs mm-hmm. and paid for. Yep. And there's no one there. Yeah, of course. And then you wait and you wait and you wait. So that bothered me. Then the phone's ringing. Off the hook. Oh, three different lines going. There's no one there. There's nobody to pick up the phone. And then finally it stops ringing and the engineers come over and they start drilling holes all over the place to where I can't even hear myself think. Yes. Crappy day today. Rough one. Let's move on. Get to the fun stuff. Yeah, when we uh, when Craig had sent you down for the sandwiches, and then on the air he goes, let's follow along on the app. Oh, he's four minutes away. And we were like, oh, right. Well, why didn't he tell I me do, that? Because, uh, I don't know. I it's don't a know, waste Jerry. of effing time. Here's something for you, Jerry. This comes from Business Insider. We're on to the fun topics, Jerry. And that's a real legit... That's a real thing. Business yeah. Insider. Check this out. Millennials have a new attitude about cleavage that's hurting Hooters, okay. the restaurant. According to Pornhub, which is cited in this Business Insider article. Business Insider cited Pornhub? Yeah, because they're, awesome. they're connecting the dots here on this story. That's funny. Millennials are less interested in breasts than other generations. People from the ages of 18 to 24 are 19% less likely to search for breasts on Pornhub compared to all other ages. This is a six-year window? Yes, that's millennials. By comparison, Pornhub visitors from the age of 55 to 64 are 17% more likely to search for breast-related content. Now, they believe that because millennials are less interested in boobs... That it's hurting restaurants that focus on cleavage, such as Hooters. And there's another restaurant. Where's the name of it? I got it because I enjoyed the name of this restaurant. Let's see. Uh, they call them restaurants in this article. <laughs> restaurants like Hooters and Twin Peaks have lost. Hooters has dropped 7% of their stores. Is that true? 
Yes, in that time, in from 2012 to 2016. Because a big number. millennials are not interested in large-breasted women serving them beers and wings. I get the sense you like a large breast or two. I don't get the sense you're going to Hooters anytime soon. Uh, I've not been to Hooters in quite some time. Right. I enjoy exactly. Hooters, though, when I've gone. Right, when you were younger and not with a beautiful woman. Got it. I mean, you're going to take her to Hooters for uh, wings and beer? Probably not. Probably not. Now, I like, listen. Good food. Right. Good food, Jerry. It is good. And matter of fact, I took I did take my wife there once because they had all the TVs and, and the, the hot games shrimp on an NFL. No, on an NFL Sunday we went there to while we got the wings, the whole thing. And the mm-hmm. beer was great. Terrific. A, I don't have one near me, I don't think. Right. Maybe there is one. I think it's one by Rutgers, I think. Yes, New Brunswick. And to, I don't know, when you go out, you don't think cause the the problem with that with bringing your dater, there's nothing wrong with bringing them there, but it's what you think about. Right. So I don't, I mean, I guess it's because of guys 18 to 24. I mean, That's on, right. Stop it. The millennials, Jerry. I think we're reaching. I think we're reaching for that study. What was the plus or minus margin of error on they the study? Uh, exactly. They don't have that on there. Well, if we, no, come on. They don't have that in here, Jerry. Are you a big-breasted guy or a small-breasted guy or a medium-breasted guy? I like a medium-breast. Um, it does, does get to a point where the breasts are too large. Like, if it's not proportionate to your body, it seems strange. Yes, I would think that's probably true. Jerry, a man in Milwaukee drove himself to the hospital after shooting a nail through his heart accidentally. Really? Mm-hmm. A nail gun? Yep, a nail gun. His nail gun accidentally fired, sending a nail ricocheting off some wood and into his chest. 52-year-old man. He said he realized only about one inch of the three-and-a-half-inch nail was sticking out of his chest, meaning two-and-a-half inches was in his chest. Can you uh, bleep me out there? Edit that out, Jerry. We'll do. Quote, I could see the nail moving with my heartbeat. It was kind of twitching with every heartbeat. Now, why wouldn't he have died from that? Well, he said common sense told him not to pull the nail out. Right. And then I love this. This is every article you ever read about a gunshot wound or a nail gun to the heart. It came within one sixteenth of an inch from a major artery. Of course. They always say that. Well, think about it, though. The ones that don't say that are the ones that die. Oh, they're the ones that don't make it. The reason why that's in the story is because he survived. He spent two days in the hospital and has been recovering at home since. Wow. He He will be able to return to work this week. At the waterworks plant where he works. That's some story. He also has a construction repair business. Says he feels pretty good. Quote, I'm back to doing things carefully. Fired a nail gun right into his chest, Jerry. Do you ever use power saws or mm. nothing like that? Those things, I'm not going to lie. Those things like wet saws. Those yeah, things very freak me scary. Out. I mean, that blade is firing. And, and it's one slip. Are. One slip. Forget you lose a hand. That's why you hear uh, came up on the show today, Craig, talking about now into building things with wood and things. No way. He's got a chainsaw. Uh, he's out of his mind. Yeah, I would not. He's had a weird week. He's had a weird week. Yes. Indeed, Jerry. <clears throat> Let me see what else I have before our, our mini break. Uh, where is this guy from? There's a gentleman, Jerry. <clears throat> oh, he's in uh, England. I could tell because uh, the article has, instead of dollars, pound signs. Right. A man has deleted his 18-terabyte porn collection. 
What is a terabyte? What does that mean? A terabyte is a lot. Like if you get a, a backup um, drive right. to back up everything you own, you would get a terabyte and probably use a quarter of that. One terabyte. One this guy's quarter 18? of it. He's got 18. He had over 5,400 high quality hours of video. Oof. And he felt like it was interfering with his personal relationship. With who or with what? Where he has a girlfriend. Got it. But he felt like watching all this pornography was hurting his ability to get boners because he was only being turned on by crazy porn stuff. You know, it's, it's funny. I read an article about that. I want to say in USA Today when I was going to Pun- no, Punta Cana. No, maybe it was when I was going to California because Punta Cana, we were running through the airport, so it was not that trip. All right. It must have been uh, going to California. And it was about how this younger gen didn't say millennials or millennials, that. Jerry. Just the younger generation of men are so addicted to pornography that when they get with a woman, we might have even done this on the podcast. Probably yeah, I don't know, that they're having trouble in relations, right? Because while they love their girlfriend or their new girlfriend, she doesn't stack up to her on the screen, right? You know the porn stars, right? There's six packs not there. The boobs are a little saggy, right? The thighs are a little thick, and for what it's really fascinating read. Actually, you almost you feel bad for both parties involved. A that he's that addicted to it. B that she's not good enough for him when she's probably a sweet little thing. And do you remember you know. the first? Do you know remember what age you were when you first saw pornography? Like not naked photos, but penetration. I don't know why that sounded. Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't say what's on in the TV right now. It's in the Boomer studio. and Craig running on a beach. <laughs> Boy, you just let that right out. That was a bad look. Uh, I would say high school. High school? Yeah, I would say high school. I don't remember the exact time. I was at high school though. Yeah, I think I was I just out of high school. But nowadays, Jerry, the the I think kids are seeing it like in junior high and. Uh, very possible, Less. yeah. It's so, it's right in front of you. Right. Easy to find. So you wonder how that would affect you if you were exposed to that much earlier. Yeah, you're right. Jerry, I've had many um, podcast listeners uh, writing to me on my eBay account now on my Van Halen license plate. Really? What was the overall take? Uh, well, right now it's up up to $36. Really? Yes. But it's uh, then I'm also getting a lot of just emails from uh, podcast listeners saying they would like to come pick it up at the podcast taping, my Van Halen uh, license plate. How are we going to handle that? Well, I don't, I don't deal with that. I don't want to see people in person, uh, so shipping everything. Got it. I don't know if the high bidder is a local guy or not. Right. I actually didn't didn't check. Could be that from out. Austria. Could be from. Well, no, I I do not do international, no international. shipping. So it could be from. Chesapeake. Although every country emails me and goes, what would this cost to ship to Brazil? I don't know. I'm not shipping to Brazil. <laughs> I don't trust that they have mail there or they know how to deliver packages. You'd be amazed. They actually... Um, In they, Brazil? They actually put clothes on there. They actually have restaurants. In Brazil. And they do eat. All right. Yeah, normal people. But do they get their mail correctly? That I couldn't tell you. I also just put in my change of address with the post office. No chance that works. It'll work. It takes about two weeks. It's two amazing. weeks? Yeah, doesn't it? Maybe not. Maybe I 10 days? Not. Maybe a week. Maybe eight days? Maybe six. How about immediately? I don't know if it's... Im- oh. By the way, it should work immediately right. in this day and age. Right. Computer. Maybe it does. Bam. 
Maybe tomorrow. I did it on the computer. Are you today's what? Today's the seventeenth, and you're you'll basically be in there next week. I could be in there next week. Yes. Look at you. Kind of five drove by yesterday. You fired up about it? Uh, fired up, yes, Jerry. I'll be fired up once I get my money for my current place. <laughs> and then are you? Will you be the type? Because this would be me. Will you log into your bank account and just look at the money every day? <laughs> the money that I made from the without. Yeah. Well, um, I no, will. I will. I, I will not do that. You would not. No. Why not? I'm gonna go burn right through it, Jerry. No, I didn't say take it out. I said just look at it. Oh, just look at it. All right. Uh, here's another study, Jerry. This is about how much sex people have according to their age. Okay. Those aged 18 to 29 are having the most sex. An average of uh, about every three days they have sex. Got it. Now that's an average, Jerry. 18 to 29-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So that averages out to about 112 times a year. Right? Sure. About every three days. By comparison, 30 to 39-year-olds have sex about 1.6 times a week. Okay. So they're like having 75 sex. 75 times or so? Uh, 86 times a okay. year. The 18 to 29-year-olds, 112 times a year. 30 to 39-year-olds, 86 times a year. Those who are in their 40s have sex about 69 times a year. Okay. And they have factors in there such as family obligations, day-to-day stress. As we get older, we get sicker. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing, Jerry. Okay. Let me see if there's anything more on here. In the fifth, I want to know about the 60s. All right, Jerry, the 60s. Oh, surprisingly, says this story. Who did this story, Jerry? I'd like to give credit where credit is due. The Kinsey Institute. Oh, they do the sex, like legit sex uh, surveys. Right. From back in the day. Uh, this goes on to say, uh, couples who have been together, how about this? Couples who have been together for 65 years are 42% more likely to have sex a couple times a week. What? <laughs> that can't be right. Why? Old people having sex multiple times a week? I can tell you this. Please. I can tell you. Please. That I know an older couple. Mm-hmm. They live in the area. I'll just All say right. that. They've been married. That they've only been their own uh, marriage partners. Yes. Okay. They're both. I believe he just turned seventy-two. I want to say. Okay. And she's sixty-eight. I think. A Lovely young, people. spry sixty-eight. My wife had a conversation. She's very open. One time they were they started talking about the you know property whatever. It got to that. The sex. Yes. Very active. The sixty-eight-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. Very active, and it became more active after the last child left. Really? And still to this day, very active. Hmm. <laughs> you look puzzled. I'm very puzzled by this. Yeah. How about that? You, you're speechless. <laughs> I just couldn't imagine, like, a 68-year-old, like... Body? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jerry, exactly. I knew exactly what you were thinking. And what that looks like at 68. <laughs> Well, listen, you're 48 now, 47. What are you? I'll I mean, be 48 next month, I Jerry. I think you might have said the same thing when you were 18 about maybe someone that's 50. Right. It just, you. I don't know, you I change would've. with time, and I, I don't know. I would have said that. How about this, driving in, just because you uh, you said the uh, you said the number 69. Mm-hmm. So, Brian Adams, the summer of 69, <laughs> was on the radio this morning. Nice. And the song ends. I won't say what station. 
but the song ends and the DJ comes on and says, it's Brian Adams, summer of 69. I couldn't handle a summer like that anymore. That's too much for me. Like, what? Does that mean he was very active in the summer of 69? Or was he doing a 69 sexual position joke? Are you really asking? Yeah. What do you think it meant? A summer of 69. Oh, the sexual position? What else was he intimating? And he, he did it real quick and moved on. And all I would say is the audience he was probably talking to, yeah. I would not think would have taken that well. Because I don't think I was the target audience for that station. Right. I'll just I'll leave it at that. Okay. I was surprised by that. Summer of 69. You know, people like like the Gronk loves to reference 69. Yes. That's not that's kind of a strange <laughs> position. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I know people like that go adventurous like they're everyone's 69ing all over the country. <laughs> No way. <laughs> it's a chain of 69. Yeah, like everyone's just 69 and left and right all over the country. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> you have to do one thing. Uh, while something else is being done to you. Right. That's You've got to separate your mind. You need focus. You need to focus work and relaxation. I do think, though, that's a... Isn't, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the answer to this. But I would think in the lesbian world, that would be a big thing. Perhaps. I would think. I think also your nose lines up in a weird spot. <laughs> Chin rest. <laughs> That's, well, never mind. Like, the place you don't want your nose <laughs> is where it kind of lines it up. It lines up right there. Right there. Yeah. So you know nature didn't want you doing that. <laughs> Well, do you think nature wanted you doing anal? No. Right, so... Nature does not want that either. Right. Who is nature? Well, just like... Uh, nature, like what animals would do. How do you know animals aren't 69 in it? <laughs> I've never walked upon a cow 69ing another cow. Nor has anyone. Probably not. I don't even care if I you have a farm. Dogs. Or dogs, too. Dogs don't do that. Well, how do you know? I've never seen I mean, I've it. Never I've been seen around it either. dogs all my life. <laughs> You've never walked in on two dogs doing it? No, and I've never seen an internet meme of dogs doing that. <laughs> we should make one. How's <laughs> 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 boring memes? Here's a pit bull and a chihuahua summer, 69ing it. <laughs> summer of 69 <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Today was a tough day. Good way to end it. Good way to end it. Jerry, the warm-up show is next. So, And we didn't talk about 69s in the warm-up. Nope. Because that's on WFAN. Real radio. People are listening. Yes, people are actually listening to that. Here it is. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good morning to you on a Thursday. This portion is sponsored by CC's. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you, sir? Good. I was excited to see uh, Aaron Judge strike out last night, Jerry. Yeah, but you had to wait and wait and wait. I did. I had to wait for that one. I didn't think it was going to happen either. Sure. I thought this is he's on a tear. He had that monster home run. Yeah. Had another single. And I thought, okay, well, he's he's on it tonight. 
He's on. And you know the best part? Well, luckily, about the, they got him. The best part. I know you're so excited with the strikeout. By the way, the record is now he's got the record for single season. Now he's got to go after the entire record, which is three more games. Because that's that was over two seasons, 2011 12. Oh, okay. He's got the, the single season record now. Now he can get the real record, which would be, I think, 36 games. So I he think. needs three more. I think three more. Yeah. So he's there. But the best part of the home run is Cespedes. Yes. He doesn't budge. Didn't move. And I would I would have liked to have seen that ball hit off of Hansel Robles so he could have went like this. Point to the sky. <laughs> yes. There goes another judge yeah, home run. Yes. <laughs> the, the guy is, I tell you. And I think that's why we were discussing this a few weeks ago. And when I did the show at Moose, we were talking about this too. Like, why is he, aside from the fact that he's seven feet tall and 400 pounds, like, why are we drawn to watch him? And for you, it's the strikeout. For other people... That's why. It's not the fact that he hits home runs. It's the fact that he could legitimately hit the ball out of a stadium. And he looks enormous. Like, after he had that single and they kept showing him on first base, you know, you got the first baseman there, you have the umpire there. He's just a giant man. Yeah, he doesn't look human. I mean, he's he's huge. He is. And then the thing that the Mets did last night with Darno was somewhat embarrassing, I feel like. It's not embarrassing. What are you supposed to do? I felt like it really made me think of my Little League years. Sure. Which is they in Little League they put the worst player in right field because it's mostly righties or it was when I was Used growing up. I don't anymore. know where all these lefties came from. I have from. two lefties myself and my family. So. I think when I was in the Little League of Colonia, Jerry, there were like two lefties in the whole Little League. Now there's a lot more. You now so. know for my seven year old team, I can go righty lefty through the whole order. For a lineup for you in yes. your head, yes. I can go righty oh. lefty the whole time. Oh, I see what you're saying. You can a uh, lot of them. bounce yes, them out. I can. Yeah, so they put Darno uh at third base. That's where he started. If there was a lefty up. Right. And when a righty came up, they moved I, him to second base. You know base. how many times he shifted? Well, I read twenty three. Yes. I think that's awesome. How about the one where they shift Cabrera to third and he gets the diving stop and the third I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, it just it felt weird. Like, I would it be was. like, if, either choose me as your second baseman this evening or no, your no, third no, no, baseman. No. They wanted to choose him as someone that wasn't going to get the ball hit to him. Mm-hmm. He had never, ever played the – if I read it right and heard Gary Cohen last night, he had never played third base ever in his life. So that would be like you, who has never – have you ever caught? Uh, as a catcher, no, Jerry. Put the gear on and go catch uh, Chapman. Well, I that mean, I wouldn't. Good luck with that. But but that's kind of the equivalent. Now he's a major league baseball player. But we've seen in the past, you saw Mike Piazza try to play first, not good. Todd Hundley try to play the left field, not good. This guy, give him credit. He went out there and he gave it a shot. They said he played first base uh, a couple times in minor league ball. Okay. But that was it. That was his only infield work. Well, I figure if you're a catcher, you could probably play any position. No, I don't think so. Because you're blocking balls, so no. you'd be good at grounders. No. No. Definitely have a line drive today. Yeah, you're catching that. Now you sound you're like a catcher. Craig. Now you sound like Craig. Anybody can play first base. Mm. Not true. Not true. But by the way, they didn't lose the game because of Travis Darno. They lost the game because Robert Zoman is walking guys. That's why they lost the well, game. Well, I saw Terry Collins kind of blaming a strikeout that wasn't a strikeout. Well, no, no, no. I think he was upset with, I think it was the seventh inning, and you had a 3-2 count on Aaron Hicks, and it was Seawald at that point who was, I think it was Seawald who was pitching at that point, and it was strike three. Now, part of the problem, in my opinion, why it was called ball four was because Rivera was set up at a different part of the plate and he had to move for it. My God, you look at the replay. The ball's right over the plate. Should have been strike three. It wasn't. So instead of having two outs now, 
Here's where Colin's theory is flawed. Well, judge comes up and pops up, we would have been out of the inning. Listen, life changes on one little instance. So had he struck out, who knows what would have happened. But right. his point is well made. You've got two outs instead of one, maybe a pitch judge. Who knows? Uh, but that's that was the issue I think Collins was talking about. And, Jerry, if I may give an update on uh, Rick Flair's condition, he's still in critical. Oh, you in this, Rick Flair. Yeah, I'm fascinated. Here's what I'm <laughs> fascinated by in particular with the Rick Flair situation. His fiance uh, is putting stuff out on social media about his condition, but she's being very secretive. So initially we had heard it was a heart condition. Then she came out and said it wasn't a heart condition. Then yesterday it was reported that he had colon surgery. Right. To which she came out yesterday and said, he still needs your prayers. It was not colon surgery. It was another surgery. Then she goes, where does the media get all this misinformation? Well, you're giving us zero. Right. You want to clear it up? Tell us the problem is. Right. And and it's one thing, okay, you could say either, I think you either have to be completely private with this situation or give us information, but don't keep updating us with no real information. Now, is Ric Flair, and I don't know this, I mean, I know who he is and the the woo and all that stuff. Okay, so the hospital he is at, like, are there people there with, like, vigils? And, I mean, they... Ric Flair vigils? I'm not sure. I did not see that anywhere, but... uh... Yeah, he's a beloved wrestler. Beloved wrestler. Classic, because he spanned a generation. I mean, you are just fascinated. I was very, I'm very fascinated with it, because I don't want him to pass. if he doesn't make it? Uh, yes. I will, I will go through YouTube and watch the greatest Ric Flair moments. See, why is that? Why do we celebrate people right after they die, as opposed to while they're still here? Because uh, I just won't remember to go on YouTube to watch Ric Flair stuff, but I have gotten into a uh, YouTube loop where I was watching a lot of Ric Flair stuff. Right. And I did that when Roddy Piper passed away, Jerry. All the greats from the uh, 80s and 90s. Do you still watch Roddy Piper videos? Now? I haven't. No, I have not. That was, in a long so it was time. the one that he died. You watched it. I watched them and I that. moved on. Moved on. That's great. Mm-hmm. I think we should move on. All right. <laughs> you have something, or may I fill you in? <laughs> no! You can go with whatever okay. you want, man. <laughs> uh, Jerry, I know you're not a big fast food guy. Uh, not really, no. Nor am I. I know where you're going with this. Uh, Chick fil A. Yes. Who. How dumb our family was, and this is legitimate. This is not a me trying to be hilarious. Our family, you know the way it's written, Chick-fil-A? It's like Chick-Phil-A? Yes. My family, growing up, my mom would go like, uh, we're going to go to (laughs) Chick-Phil-A. That's what they thought it was. How long until you realized it was I was long into adulthood. Adulthood. Long into it. Really? Until I figured it out, You never heard a commercial, saw a commercial, had anyone else mention the fact that we're going to Chick-fil-A? Never. Because I will say this. If you've never heard of it and you just look at it, I don't know where you come up with Chick-fil-A. I I see what you see. Chick-fil-A. So I get it. (laughs) Chick but Phillip. I don't understand how it took so long to have yes. not heard it pronounced properly. I was probably in the mall with friends who said, well, let's go to Chick-fil-A. Right. And I went, oh. I mean, when like, you went there, there was never, hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. No. What can we get? Never once. They were just like, Or you just not paying attention. Or Maybe not paying attention. That they didn't know. Maybe they didn't know. I like choking the chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's a different place. And how about what's happening in Atlanta with Chick-fil-A? So Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is opening uh, the, the new Atlanta stadium where the Falcons play. Is going to Mercedes-Benz Dome or something like yes, that? Yes. Yeah. It's going to have a Chick-fil-A in it. Only problem is the Chick-fil-A is very religious. They're, uh, they're the Chick-fil-A leader. The leader of the filet, Jerry. The owner? The owner. The leader? <laughs> The filet leader. <laughs> it was just an army. And he does not allow his uh, Chick-fil-A's to be open on Sundays. Now, I'm not sure if he knew this, but most of the Falcon games are on 
Sunday. I would think most of them are. In fact, they only have one home game that's not a Sunday. They have a Thursday night game at home. Got it. So he'll be open then. Right. So he's going to be open. So he basically put a Chick-fil-A in the Dome for concerts. I guess, yeah. And motocross and all sorts of things. Monster other trucks. Than college football. Because I'm sure that building is going to be used for a lot more than just the Atlanta Falcons. But I agree. It looks terrible. I mean, it looks stupid. Yeah, because that's, that's your biggest, you know, that'll still sell out every game. Do you think, now I also read that that stand will be open on Sunday. It's just not going to be a Chick-fil-A. It's going to be a random generic stand. They're oh, going to flip like the board over and they'll sell hot dogs and pretzels and just regular uh, stuff, regular concessions. Do you think Chick-fil-A gets the money for that? I think there's some sort of revenue split. Has to be, right? So maybe he's not as dumb as we're portraying him to be. They're closed, but kind of not really. Yeah, but that's for gays. If he's saying he's doing it for religious reasons. He's very religious. That is for gays. Well, but he's still not selling his product and employing his people on Sundays. He's making money. Yeah, of course he's making money. He's probably subleasing the space. That's what I'm saying. I hope they still sell the waffle fries as like a generic waffle fry. Like, these are not Chick-fil-A waffle fries. I don't think there'll be anything that'll be representative of Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. My guess is, and the way I read it, is it would be subleased from the stadium to sell concessions. Mm-hmm. So he would probably collect rent for the one day, which makes sense. Right. Hmm. Well, Eddie's right. He's a religious man and doesn't want to but make money his on company, Sunday. Well, he's not making money on his product, nor is or his employees uh, working. Might, might be rules about making money at all. How so? Well, I don't know. Read the Bible. You can make money on Sunday, Eddie. That's Eddie's what, read the Bible. He sees Eddie's this somewhere not in there. Eddie's read the Bible. There's There's no somewhere in there. Eddie's read the Bible. The, oh, you've read all thousand pages of well, the Bible. No, but no, I've read of course not. So zip Bible. it. Everybody's read, read passages. You just said you read the Bible. He had you the, have not read the I Bible read, cover to cover. He well, has of course the, not. He has the Bible uh, book on tape. He was listening to it That's right true. now. That's why he looks comatose when he's driving in. He is zoned out. I have been next to yes, Eddie. Have you ever tried to honk next to him? <laughs> yeah. I have been pulled up next to Eddie, and he's zoned yes. listening to Lord of the Rings We or tried something. getting, we tried tailing him back from uh, where we play the, the softball game up north, Hebrewholm. We right. played them. And I my phone wasn't working with the GPS. So I'm like, oh, there's Eddie. We were literally next to him honking at him. He didn't budge. Light turned green. He took off on us. That's Dude, it was like you were like a mile away I, from this from these from the field. I have no memory of that. Right, exactly. All right, this portion sponsored by CC's now at CC's party with bacon stuffed crust and new grilled cheese stuffed crust pizza. Joining the original top of the pepperoni on the unlimited buffet. Just five and change at CC's. Prices may vary. Boomer and Carton next on the fat. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Hi, welcome back, Boomer and Carton. Coming up in just a moment. This portion sponsored by Sun and Ski. Yankees beat the Mets five three. Take their third straight from the. Didi Gregorius to go ahead two out two run double in the seventh inning. Uh, the series concludes tonight at City Field. Also, Matt Harvey did throw three shutout innings of one hit ball at Brooklyn. Red Sox beat the Cardinals last night. Peacocking four. Okay, Yankees still four and a half back in the AL East. Brought to you by Sun and Ski during Sun and Ski's outdoor furniture clearance. Save up to seventy percent on outdoor furniture, or save up to forty percent on special orders at Sun and Ski off the LIE in Plainview. I saw yesterday that they announced the. Uh, McGregor Mayweather, they'll be using eight ounce gloves, which I, at first when I read that, Jerry, I was like, oh no, this means McGregor can probably win because it's like MMA gloves. And then I read a little further and it said that Mayweather has fought 
46 of his 49 fights with the gloves. So, so no big really game. not that big. And I the guess not. The gloves are tied to the weight, the weight that they're fighting at. So they're fighting at a weight that usually requires 10-ounce gloves. All righty. The Nevada Botting Commission, uh, Boxing Commission basically... Botting. Sorry, I said boxing. Just relax. Well, botting first. Uh, botting. Amended the rules because both fighters wanted 8-ounce gloves. And I really think what happened is McGregor <laughs> talked Mayweather into using 8-ounce gloves. Subway said, Series, okay, we continue. Course.